Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Shelley Tasker Show here, coming out of CornwallRevolutionRadio.blogspot.com. <laughs> it's good to have your company. If you would like to join in the live chat, click on the live chat room link at the top right hand side of your screen, just below the player of your choice. Today's date is Wednesday the 28th of October. Hosted along myself are Charlie Rainbow and Nina Eilertson. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Hello. And tonight's guest is the awesome Howard Coleman. Good hey. evening, Howard. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on. We have been waiting for this. I've been speaking to you about this probably about, I don't know, the last couple of months. Yeah. We, find, we finally pinned you down and um, we're here. Great stuff. So we've yeah. got lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. So, as I always say, we need to start at the beginning. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself when... There's so many things, so many facets to your diamond, how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time we've been chatting, I'm like, oh, no. okay, okay. And I could talk to you for literally hours, and I know we've got yeah. lots to talk about. So perhaps the best way, when did you start waking up? Um, that's a very good question. I think the first, actually, it's just interesting. The first thing that popped into my mind was when I was about 12 years old and I was, and I used to have these old books, these old um, encyclopedias. And I remember going through them. They were really old. I mean, they were 1950s and they were in my bedroom. And when I couldn't get sleep at night, I'd be having a look at them. And then suddenly I read something and I thought, hey, well, that's not, that's not true. And I had this belief in my, my, my system that said that everything that was in print, everything you read was the truth. And to see something in an encyclopedia that was actually wrong blew my mind at the time. I was only 12 years old, but it immediately made me start thinking about, actually, you can't, you know, we, you know, doing our own research and checking things, we can know more than what's in print. So that was the real revelation for me. But in terms of the, um, the other, the, the deeper thing about what's going on in the world and everything and all the rabbit holes and things, um, that the big, big light bulb went off in May 2018. Although I had kind of like sort of skirted around the edges of various subjects before, but I didn't know what to think of them so much. So, but, what is your? You trained to be an astronomer. You did an astronomer course. Well, I kind of uh, IT engineer for many many years in right. corporate and uh, colleges and various things and maths and stuff. And I've always loved science. Um, and then yes, yeah, so I've always had an interest in science. Everything. And I even trained to be a science teacher. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. 2018, May, what May, happened? May 2000, That's only two years ago. I know, it's not long. Uh, May 2018, um, what happened was I was very interested, after the 2008 financial crash, I became very interested. My dad um, used to teach economics at university, and my mum was an astrologer, so I've got a very strange mix in terms of my parentage. But anyway, so from the 2008 crash, I had this interest in, that kind of built up from the financial banking system and trying to figure out what the hell was going on with that whole thing. And then in, um, in around the 2018 area, 2017, 2018, I knew there was another crash coming because the problems of the 2008 crash never got solved. They were just the can got kicked down the road, basically. So I knew something was brewing. And uh, so I was doing research on the financial system and where it was heading, stumbled across a YouTube channel called the X22 Report. And he does two videos every day. First one is a financial uh, video. And the second one is his more general uh, geopolitical uh, video. So I stumbled across the financial video and I was really, he had some amazing information. Everybody was like, he had a big, big following on YouTube and it was fascinating. But this, this letter kept on cropping up, which was Q. 
Oh, is, really? And uh, Q was in the chat. So I was looking through the comments thinking, Q, why is everybody hanging on this bloody Q thing? So I um, so I comment, I had a little reply thing, little comments with uh, some of the people in, in the um, comment section. They said, really, if you want to understand Q, I had to go to Praying Medic's YouTube channel. So I hopped across uh, to Praying Medic's YouTube channel and then listened to three videos by him about what was happening in the political system in America and and how Q fits into it. And suddenly everything made sense. I mean, it was like a light bulb moment. All these little pieces of the jigsaw puzzles, which I kind of been researching over the years, but didn't really know where to put and what to think about. And suddenly everything fitted together. And it was a major oh my God moment. And uh, yeah, that was it. Mm. Okay. And I cried for two days. I mean, I literally was in in shock. So, what did you find out then? In so, what 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 I bear in mind, yeah. we're quite um, uh, what what would you call us? Newbies to Q mm. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So, talk yeah, yeah. to us like children. Okay. And what 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 were you like? You said that it brought loads of things together. Yeah. In researching the years, what sort of things were you looking into? Like that join the dots and stuff yeah so there were lots lots of little rabbit holes and little peculiar things um so the thing that i guess it pulled together was i knew that because during the 2016 u.s election there was this face-off between hillary and trump and i didn't really know what to make of trump um i knew that hillary was really bad um she was just um being outed as being a terrible liar i mean there's loads of things she was saying that just simply weren't true and everybody could see it um and also i could see that the tensions political tensions around the world were escalating so like tensions with russia were getting more kind of tense uh north korea was uh saber rattling and it looked like they were developing nu- nuclear weapons that was a bit scary we had isis which was rampaging across the middle east and getting stronger and stronger Mm. And um, and Iraq was seen to be kind of being eaten up by ISIS, mm. as is Syria. And then Syria was just like everybody was involved in Syria at the time. It was just a massive bomb fest, mm. really, wasn't it? Mm. Um, so it was all looking a bit bleak. And um, and it and I couldn't. Yeah, it just looked it just looked very dark, and it didn't look like there was any light in any of this. Uh, plus the environment, um, you know, with the destruction of the rainforest and various other things, it all looked very very dark um and so and then i was so yeah so trump got elected and i think the first thing that happened that trump did which really made me think was he tore up the transatlantic trade partnership and he also tore up the um the uh the trans uh, transpacific uh partnership there were two massive uh, bits of horrible horrible um, legislation that was being written by the corporations in secret, in secret rooms. And this is all being kind of like, it was kind of there. And it's like the whole of the um, the left community and uh, lots of people were very, very scared about these, these massive um, bits of legislation, which are basically going to make corporations more powerful than governments. So the, the corporations could take the governments to court. Um, and it was, it was just horrible. And the first thing Trump did when he came to power is he tore them up. And it was just like, oh, my God, well, that, I didn't expect that. Um, I know that we've, we've kind of uh, we've just escaped from World War Three with Russia and various other places because uh, Hillary didn't get elected. She, she lost. So but I had no idea um, where Trump was. I just thought Trump was just um, a businessman doing his, you know, wanting to yeah, do his business stuff, um, <laughs> make better hotels and 
and stuff. But he tore up TTIP and he tore up the Transatlantic Trade Partnership. And it was just amazing. And the really bizarre thing about the whole that whole piece was nobody clapped. It was absolute crickets. There was silence, um, which I found amazing. I just could not understand why nobody was applauding because it was just an amazing thing. So that was that was one of the most that was that was part. So. Um, so then, yeah, so in then May 2018, so Q, um, so there's the, the whole thing about Q is that the the NSA, National Security Agency, which spies on everybody, um, it has backdoor access to all our mobile phones, our laptops, all around the world, all countries, they pretty much know, I mean, they have to know everything about everybody, which means that not only do they know things about you and me, um, but we're pretty much small fry. They also know about politicians. They also know about all the corrupt people at high level as well. Um, and normally we think about the NSA as being another sort of sort of uh, segment of this corrupt sort of uh, institution. Um, but what if the good guys got hold of all that information? What could they do? Well, you could you could immediately blackmail all the corrupt people around the planet and actually tell them, well, we're going to clean everything up and you're going to do what we say and then we're going to get rid of you. I mean, it is, it is an amazing thought. So so Q came. So when I watched Prey Medic, Prey Medic was talking about the Democrats, um, these 13 angry, angry Democrats at the time that I was listening to it and saying how um, they were trying to um, get rid of Trump and they were spying on Trump. And I'm thinking, why are they doing that? And then it was saying that Trump actually was asked to run for president. He actually, um, I mean, he, he, he tried to run for president several times in the past. But the actual people backing up Trump wasn't the people you normally think about as being like businessmen or other fellow. It's the NSA, the military wanted Trump to run for president. NSA is who again, sorry? So the NSA, National Security, so there's various agencies. So let's just run through a few of them because it's because uh, a lot of people don't know about them. So the National Security Agency are a, a division within the Pentagon, if you like. They're, they're a military, military intelligence. And what they do is they gather the intelligence and then they file it and they store it. And then the other agencies then have access to it. So the CIA is... Um, uh, Central Intelligence Agency, that, that got created just after the Second World War. Um, and its function, CIA's function, is to is to monitor and spy and do operations abroad. Okay, so it's not, uh, the CIA is not supposed to be doing operations within the US. Just like MI6 in the, in, and SIS is the, is operations abroad for the UK. And, um, and then we have the FBI. So the FBI are basically domestic for the US. So they do all the domestic stuff. Um, and then they dovetail into another three-letter agency called the Department of Justice. So the Department of Justice has the FBI coming out of it. The CIA kind of like, well, I, one of the things we learn is that the CIA are rogue. Basically, they're, they're doing, they've done horrible things. And there's lots of, it's out there in the public domain, a lot of it. Um, various operations in South America and everything, which where they were just doing their own thing. And there's loads and loads of documentation about them raising money through drugs, smuggling operations um, and weapons. And then there was the whole um, Iran-Contra scandal. There's the, I mean, there was just loads and loads of scandals. You just, you don't have to go far. 
um, to find scandals with the CIA. And, and also at the beginning, there was a lot of controversy about having the Senate and the uh, Congress having oversight over the CIA. And there was quite a lot of stuff around that right at the beginning in the 50s. And what came out of that essentially was that the CIA have no, they, they don't, they don't want to report to the Congress. They don't want to tell Congress what they're doing. And so they are pretty much their own thing doing their, yeah, doing their own thing. And, and, uh, and of course, John F. Kennedy found that out. And he didn't like what the CIA were doing. And so he wanted to do something about it. And then he's assassinated. Yeah. yeah. So John F. Kennedy is a major, major moment, a sort of a moment of truth, really, for the whole for the whole of the US and the world, really, as to who's in charge. Oh, it's just made all my hair stand up. Now. Yeah. And then the CIA turned around and said, we'll make this this word conspiracy theories so that anyone that asks any questions about the, the murder of them will slap that thing on. Yeah. So when people call you conspiracy theory nowadays, it's kind of like, well, yeah. it doesn't mean anything, does it? Because no. of the way it was formed. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. And then, and then there are many conspiracies that we know are real. So, I mean, you can actually go and, and look, you know, look up lists of conspiracies that turned out to be true, mm. and there are lots of them. But, of course, mm. uh, we don't, you know, that, that's not... You'd want people to know about that because <laughs> if people knew about that, they might start asking questions about all the other conspiracies. Yeah, that's, that's why they're called theories, aren't they? Uh, that's right. To make people believe it's not yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. what we ought to do, actually, with everything going on at the moment. Find out all of the yeah. theories and yeah. start saying, well, actually, all of these came mm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Sorry, yeah. Howard. And, and for anybody out there that wants to research any of this, um, at the moment, Google is doing a massive, massive load of suppression at the moment. If you try and search for stuff on Google, you will just not find not find any information about anything that's slightly controversial mm. because Google is suppressing it all. So if you want to do any research, I highly, highly recommend people doing their searches on Yahoo. And as a, and it's a very interesting to do a comparison where literally you get two or three search engines up side by side, do the same search on all of them, and then compare the results. So if you do that, for instance, with Google, Bing, and Yahoo, and search Pizzagate, You'd be amazed. Right. You'd be amazed at the difference between the, the what comes out in the search results for those different um, things. And another thing that you'll find is that Google will – so they won't hide it completely. What they'll do is they'll give you references to articles which are very critical of something rather than giving you articles where actually helpful information. So you get all the negatives through Google. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas Yahoo is much, much better. You'll get a much cleaner. There's a lot less filtering happening on Yahoo for some reason. Don't I wonder why, because like, Yahoo's yeah. obviously, I, well, I assumed that they were just as mainstream. I know, yeah. it's very, very strange. I mean, there are Russian search engines, there's Chinese search engines, but um, on the other one that a lot of people wanted to move over to, which was DuckDuckGo, that originally I was using that, that was supposed to use a number of search engines and then pull the results. The only problem with DuckDuckGo now, I don't use it anymore, is because Google bought it. No. Google bought it, and then they're doing the same thing that they oh. do with their own search engine, which is shadow banning, which is pushing all the interesting information right down yeah. the search list and putting all the rubbish at the top. Can't believe they bought that. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, well, they're uh, that's yeah. right. They're a predator. Yeah. They're a massive yeah, predator yeah. company. What about Brave? Because I have that's uh, Brave is a browser. So it, yeah. Brave is very very good. I do use Brave. It's very fast and it's very light and it's got uh, all the um, advertising filtering built into the browser and it doesn't send all your information off to various other yeah. places. So I've been using Brave. But yeah. Then duck, duck, go on that. Yeah. So, so I, I wouldn't use that. No, I would use Yahoo and, uh, mm. and just use Google, Yahoo, mm. and, and Bing. You know, I mean, but just mm. aware that if you're doing controversial stuff, 
use your do check your yeah. that's a really good point actually yeah. because whenever people got these arguments they all straight into google don't we yeah. we all yeah. use google all and use it's your... like you yeah. know who owns Google and everything like that. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And if you're looking to, you know, how to water your petunias, you know, <laughs> Google's great yeah. and Yahoo is great. Yeah. But if you want to find out about Pizzagate or anything that the um, the, mm. the establishment are trying to hide, you know, don't go to Google. Go you will do, but also go to Yahoo yeah. and check out yeah. Yahoo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so where were we at? <laughs> so we were at, so we were at with uh, JFK. JFK yeah. was a pivotal moment. So there were two reasons that we believed that JFK was assassinated. Nothing to do with Russia and the Patsy, um, the guy who, you know, who's alleged to have shot him. So what was um, JFK talking about at the time of his assassination? He was basically, he was outing secret societies that were nefarious and um, obviously had very powerful people in them and were steering the country and using the CIA for nefarious operations. Um, and that was one of the things. And there's a lovely speech where JFK actually talks about that and he's talking to a load of reporters and he, and he talks about all these um, secret societies, you know, not being any good for the country. And then the other thing that, and, and the other little piece of that is he also said that he wanted to tear up the CIA and to a thousand pieces and cast it to the winds. So, I mean, that's quite a threat to the CIA. So the CIA wouldn't have liked that at all. Um, and then the other thing he talked about was he was trying to build up the, um, the Rust Belt. So there was um, a lot of the steel industry and various other industries were really struggling at the time of JFK. And he wanted to raise money, pump money into them to build those industries back up again. And so he went to the Federal Reserve and asked the Federal Reserve, I need to borrow X billion and we're going to funnel it in. And uh, the Federal Reserve basically said, no, <laughs> we're not going, to lend, not going to lend you any money. So, um, so JFK decided, well, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm going, to, I'm going to find another way of doing it. So what he did was he decided to create something called the Federal Note He's going to create his own little currency oh, okay. within the banking right. system to yeah. raise money. Basically, it's like, a, I guess it'd be like bonds, wouldn't it, or something, mm. to raise money so he could put money and build up the um, thing. And, of course, the Federal Reserve saw that as a competition because the Federal Reserve also, uh, for people, it's a private bank. It's not, pub it's not public. It's like a private institution. So the Federal Reserve saw that as, as a kind of like an attack. So then you've got two big establishments, very, very powerful organizations who see, saw John F. Kennedy as a massive threat. So the Federal Reserve and the CIA. And we believe that the CIA uh, basically took uh, John F. Kennedy out to protect uh, all, the, all, all the stuff that was going on around secret sizes and everything. And, uh, and then they, they did it in such a way, so it's so publicly that it was a statement to anybody that knew what was going on um, that basically the CIA are in full control. Mm. And so the CIA were in full control. They made it clear to everybody it was, all powerful people that is, but kept all the people asleep by having this patsy. And, um, and then ever since, every president has either been controlled mm. or part of the CIA. So... Mm. Um, so you know we've got uh, George W. Bush Senior who actually was a CIA agent in fact he was a CIA agent at the time JFK was killed because he said he doesn't know <laughs> uh, but because he became CIA director and then from being director of the CIA became president I mean how suspicious and how oh my god it's terrible 
sort of blending of different offices, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Terrific. So, yeah. So it's pretty. So, I mean, that's that, that's a major, major marker, marker point. Interesting. Now, if we go want to go into little... Um, so I have in my mind, I have things which I'm kind of pretty certain about, and I have things which I are nice stories and ideas, and I just hold them there as a possibility. So I have quite a few of those. So as a story, as an idea, as a possibility, um, there is this lovely little story which says that when John F. Kennedy was assassinated, all the people that were supporting him and were wanting to drain the swamp back in JFK's day, 1963, um, they obviously were horrified that he got killed, realised that the CIA were in full control and that they were in danger of themselves, and then created a secret group to basically take the whole all the corruption down at some point in the future when they were felt able to do so. And that's where Trump comes in, right? So, well, we think, you know, if, you, if we say Q, what is Q, who is Q, when did Q start, some people might say Q might have started just after JFK got assassinated. Q might be decades and decades. In they're, the they're all anonymous Q, aren't they? So, well, Q, yeah, so Q posts on this, um, used to post on 8chan, then it moved to 4chan, then it's on 8kun, so it's on this anonymous, yeah, board. Mm. So, yeah, we don't know who posts it, although we know from Q proofs, so if anybody asks, you know, what do we know about Q, we know Q is somebody very close to the president, we know it's probably more than one person, we know that it has... Uh, the highest level of security clearance. In fact, the highest level of security clearance is called Q clearance. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what, what do you mean by it's got the highest level of security? Um, in the sense that they have access to everything on mm. the NSA database. Uh -huh. They have access to everything in there, which means mm. they have access to everybody's mm. mobile phones, laptops, mm. all the information, everything. Mm. Um, so that's Q clearance. Um, so um, we're pretty sure of that because of the posts that have been put out and the, and also by events, certain events have happened and Q has basically given us a heads up that something was happening, it happened and there's no way that Q could have known that and one of the big ones is uh, Senator John McCain's death that's one of the big sort of things is that Q knew the precise time and date of his death one month before it happened Oh, okay. So there is a cue post about that. But then that couldn't have happened without it being planned to be that, right? That's right. So is Q in charge? So Q must have either been in charge or somehow known. But the date and time that was posted on the newspaper articles, all the newspapers use, that time and date was known to Q and then Q put it out there. A before month it before, happened, a month, a month before. before, yes, that's right. Mm. So, did people just disregard that, or well, did they no. take it seriously, or were they waiting, or? Ah, so it's a mixture. So, those that followed Q and kind of were really interested, it was a wow moment for us. It was like, oh my goodness, me, how did Q know that? You know, and we just all took it for granted. It was just like, but for, for other people, I think people just didn't quite realise how profound that is. <laughs> I think it kind of goes over people's heads. It's, like, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a bit too much, really, to compute, really. And it's just like, well, I don't know what to think of that. So Q and Non are like on Twitter. Are they the same group? So so you've got Q. There is only one Q. So, But Q might be a group we, uh, within the Pentagon, very close to Trump, and the Q proofs demonstrate that. Q and Non, so that we call that Q and Non because it's an anonymous group. Then we have, underneath all that, we have all the Q researchers 
of which there are thousands, thousands and thousands, thousands. So I'm one of those. I've been following it. So ever since I follow it, May 2018, I've been a Q researcher, Q follower. And um, yeah. And then they're all over the world, all over the world. I mean, there are Q's posted um, pictures of Q people, Q followers all over the world. Do they call it Q drops when they have something come out? Yes. So a drop is a post that happens on the um, on the bulletin board. From and Q. you've got to figure out what it is that... Yeah. So they're a little bit cryptic. So they're a little bit cryptic. Uh, Q likes to be very um, uh, brevity, you know, doesn't uh, use a lot of words. And do they post this stuff then on like Twitter? No, it's always on this one thing, Acon or 8chan or 4chan. It's always on this. Now, the reason it's on there is because it's anonymous, but also every post has to have a signature. That signature cannot be forged. It cannot be faked. Hmm. So, any... Aiken, so what's that? Is that another, is that a website? Is that... Yeah, it is a website. Yeah, yeah. 8kun, so 8kun. But it's a very, uh, it's not a user-friendly website, I would say. I've been there, and I've thought about posting on some of the research boards, but it's not very easy. Right. And it's also a bit of a wild west of the internet. <laughs> it's like, uh, because it's not censored, anything goes. So there's a lot of unsavory stuff in there as well. It is divided up into sections, and Q has got its own little section where he can only post and nobody else. And then there's a Q research board, which is another section where Q might post, but also researchers post their stuff, uh, right. post their stuff as well. Um, but it's not terribly user friendly. So, do you believe Q? Then they're on side with the government. They're on side with Trump at the moment. Yeah. So they are part of it. Yeah. So that's right. So if we think about it, so Q is uh, there's a lovely photograph that appeared actually quite early on when Trump came to power, which was um, him with all his generals standing behind him. And there's a famous quote where he says, uh, there's a storm coming. And the um, the media asks him, well, what's this storm? He said, oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> but there's a storm coming. And all these generals are grinning behind him. Um, so we think that is Q. So we think all the generals, or oh, okay. a few of the generals that are standing behind him are Q, basically. Uh, and they're top people within the Pentagon. So they're the people that actually run the NSA, the National Security Agency, you know, and the, and the various other agencies. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's a good starting point for me because mm. I've been like googling Q and stuff, and yeah. I'm just like no further. <laughs> yeah. It's been a total head yeah. leap, actually. <laughs> but okay, so we've got to like Q. Yep. Right. Um, One little thing I'd say as well: some of the posts are signed. Right. A little, a little sort of like a, a phrase or a letter at the end of a post, and they'll repeat like so. Q. Often there's a Q at the end of a post, um, but sometimes we get Q plus at the end of the post. And so everybody's scratching their heads, why has Q signed this Q plus? You know? And uh, and so people, you know, obviously researchers do some connections. And often uh, Q researchers are looking at Trump's posts because Trump posts and the Q posts seem to be connected. And a lot of the Q proofs are about the, the uh, Trump tweets and Q posts happening at exactly the same time. Or there might be a missing letter and then the letter appears as an extra letter in a Q post. There's a lot of Very interesting cryptic mm. coding, and people who love cryptic puzzles and, pu and sort of things like that, then you should definitely look at Q because it's fascinating. <laughs> I'd like to look at it, but I can't even do yeah. Sudoku. So, so Q plus, we believe Q plus is actually Trump himself. Oh, okay. So when a Q post, so Trump has got his own posts, we believe Q plus posts. Yeah. Right, I'm writing down these little snippets. And if you want to go and look at the Q posts, the easiest way is not to go to Aiken, mm. but to go to the um, QAlerts dot 
uh, app. QAlerts.app. Okay. That seems to be the one. There was another one. There used to be one called QMap.pub, but that's been brought down. So I hope it comes back, but at the moment we're at QAlerts.app. So if you go there, you will see all the posts, and you can search them, filter them. And, yeah, I kept yeah. hearing about this QMaps. Yeah. Ago, yeah. So QMap was a lovely website. It, had, uh, it wasn't just the Q posts, though. It was lots of information that researchers have pulled together and kind of put into a very presentation. Mm. Um, so it had lots of the people that were involved in the corruption and also the good guys in, uh, in the U.S., it showed who had been killed that were under the mysterious circumstances and various things about them. I mean, there was lots and lots of information on there. One of the other things I used to love was the um, the graph showing the number of sealed indictments going up and up and up and up and up. So maybe we should say a little bit something about the yeah. what a sealed indictment is. Yes, I would like to know. <laughs> so a sealed so in the US, um, when you're going to take somebody to court, you will create the FBI will create a um, a document, um, and it's called an indictment. And generally, they're in they're public, so they post it up on the Department of Justice website, and people can see them. So, oh, somebody's got an indictment here. They're being called into court for face charges of blah 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 blah. But when it's uh, but of course that when a person goes to court, they may not actually be guilty. It's just an indictment. So they might be found not guilty. Now, that is a problem for VIPs because you don't really want a VIP. He's a very you know, powerful person or maybe he's a politician or whatever. If he's got a, an open indictment against him, he's going to look pretty bad, even if he then is found innocent two years later because, you know, justice runs slowly, you know. Mm. So what they have now is they have sealed indictments for people that are very that's sensitive. Uh, sealed indictments are secret indictments. So the indictment's been built up by the FBI. They investigate it in such a way that the people don't know who's actually under investigation. Mm. So they interview everybody around the person, and they're very, very careful about not alluding to what the case is about. So the person gets investigated secretly, um, and then the indictment is created. But when it's put up onto the Department of Justice website, you don't see anything. All you see is sealed indictment. That's it. You don't know who it's for, how many people, because actually maybe a group. Um, but the number, that entry, is on the Department of Justice website for that state. So every state has got its own Department of Justice website. Now, people have been following, like, you know, how, how many how many sealed indictments do you normally have in a, in a year? You know, normally it's around 3,000. They're sitting there waiting to be processed. They're on the books, spread out all across America, various states. Now, when Trump got elected... Very, very interesting. When Trump got elected, that number of sealed indictments that was sitting there collectively on the Department of Justice website started going up. <laughs> it didn't stay at 3,000. It started to go up by 5,000 a month. Hmm. So he was finding more and more bad people. So something was happening with the Department of Justice because the Department of Justice, the FBI do this. How do you produce 5,000 of these sealed indictments every month? That's a lot of indictments. And uh, how many people have you got to create all those? And this was this has been going on for every month for three years. So we're now at 180,000 sealed indictments. We're all like staring at you like, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. mind-boggling. 
before he came to power, what was how many three thousand was it then? Three thousand. Yeah, and how long had that been building up? Ages. Well, no, three thousand was just like the tick yeah. over. It was always around three thousand. Yeah. So now it's eight thousand. Oh, it was three thousand a month. Yeah, three thousand a year. Three thousand a year. Yes, three thousand. So there'll be three thousand on the books. But then yeah. five thousand a month is what it went. To. Yeah. But then how it was going long? up yeah. by five thousand a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and, been 3, yeah. and normally that like 3,000, you know, you'd mm-hmm. have like so many created a month, you know, 20 or 20 a month or whatever, yeah. maybe 100 yeah. a month. And then some would be opened and then new ones would be put up. So it's a, so it's a moving sort of um, turnover of uh, indict- yeah. sword indictments. But this was literally 5,000 being added a month and they weren't being opened. So yeah. they were remaining sealed and they were remaining on the Department of Justice websites. And so it went up and up and up and up. And we are now at 182,000, I think. Mm. So um, these are all the bad people then? All the bad people, we believe, yeah. Mm. Some of them are group. I mean, each indictment might be a group. You could have one person having several indictments. I mean, so it's a kind of like a difficult to say how many people were actually involved, mm. you know, at the end of the day with all this. When you but say they're not open, what do you mean? So it means that they're secret. That they're on the Department of Justice website. You can't see them. Yeah. We can't see what they're about or who they are. So they for. haven't been opened. No. By, by they're not public. They're not public. Right. So they're still secret. They're secret. Right. Sealed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sealed. Right. But at some point, if you're going to, so what what happens mm-hmm. then is that the sealed indictment is then used is given to a jury. So a jury will go through the sealed indictment with a judge, and they will say, "Is this a valid indictment? Shall we haul this person in to face charges?" So a grand jury and the judge will do that. Um, and then when the person comes, is about to be uh, pulled in, that's when the sealed indictment is opened. So there's very, very few. And um, this QMAP, the reason why I'm coming all this is because QMAP.pub had this graph and showed you how many sealed indictments were in each state. Uh, I don't know. It's probably on the internet somewhere else, but I don't actually know where it is. But you could look on California, and you could go with various places, and it will tell you how many sealed indictments in different locations. But it's a massive, massive number. And so, so what kind of crime would you have to commit for you to have one of these? It's not so much crime. It's it's more the person. The person has to be important. You don't get a sealed indictment unless it's an important person, because there's no reason to hide it from Joe Bloggs, who's just stolen. Stuff from so the some shop around the corner. This this is like white yeah, collar so it crime. Is some sort of crime then, yeah. Oh yeah, it's white. Yeah, it's, it's going to be all sorts of things. Anything from you know murder, embezzlement of funds, um, stealing cut with bananas and short. It ain't going to be that. Oh, <laughs> I'm alright then. I'm not going to get one. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So I mean, I tend to think, how do you create? How does the Justice Department create five thousand a month? The only way you can do that is if these sealed indictments have been sitting in um, a drawer somewhere, gathering dust, and not on the books. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, okay, it's time to get all the sealed indictments out that we've been building up for the last 50 years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then they start getting them out, and they think, oh, yeah, and that needs a little bit of updating here, there, and there, and then filed, sent up to the Department of Justice website. That's how you do it. That's how the only way I can think of doing it. And I think a lot of the sealed indictments as well were probably also being created by the military. Okay. So I think we've got the FBI and the military working hand in glove together, putting all these sealed indictments of 180,000 sealed indictments up onto the DOJ website. And we're waiting for them to be opened because, I mean, how... The next question is, how quickly do you open them all? I mean... Oh, I want to open them all now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas has come 
on the corner. <laughs> I bet Trump is so happy, isn't he? I mean, imagine just arresting like the top sort of 10,000 people. I mean, that's a lot of people, isn't it? He's arrested. That's only 10,000 sealed indictments. Yeah. So it's 180,000 sealed indictments. I mean, the number is mind boggling. He has arrested a lot of people, hasn't he? It's quite a few. It's in the... Is it um, under the, what, paedophile rings and stuff like that? Uh, if you include the paedophile rings, yeah, there's a lot. So there's maybe a few thousands. Yeah. So he is good. Oh, there's no question about that. Now, see, I believe so, he's good. Yeah. And my brother and his wife laughed at me yeah. on Friday. They absolutely laughed at me. So how do we know he's good? So let's, let's go. So the first thing I noticed, he tore up TTIP, the Transatlantic Trade Partnership, and the, um, the, the Trans-Pacific Partnership deals. He tore them up. That's that was a big people have got to go back and research that because mm. people have just forgotten about it and it was a massive massive thing it was massive obama wasn't going to tear them up he yeah. was totally in bed with and these what were they they were the corporations they were the corporations that right. were going to basically going to screw, screw, screw America, governments America around America the world and the eu everything well. we were all going to be subordinate to the corporations yeah so okay. number one, he's he's he started to tore those up. Absolutely brilliant. And then we have um, his little round the world trip where he went round the world and did various things. So he went to Saudi Arabia. After he went to Saudi Arabia, um, and he also he was received really well in Saudi Arabia. The Saudi Arabians loved him. And um, and when he left, what happened? Saudi Arabia arrested about two hundred. Um, maybe 400, I don't know, of the top people in Saudi Arabia. Princes, CEOs, billionaires, they arrested them all, stuck them in a hotel. And again, people might have forgotten this. This happened in 2017. I never knew about was this it. Was the mainstream media? What's that? Was this- it was kind of, in, yeah, it was yeah. kind of in the mainstream media. But again, it was, wasn't in there for long. It was mm-hmm. kind of in there and then kind of, you mm-hmm. know, something, and then it disappeared. So Saudi Arabia arrested loads of people, interrogated them, and uh, and one of the big one of the most important ones was Bim Talal Twalwalid. I hope I've said his name, sort of given it some sort of justice. I'm terrible pronouncing the name, but anyway, he's a very important figure because he sponsored Obama's education. Uh, there's a lot of Ara- uh, Saudi Arabians who are very wealthy and were. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to get my head around. <laughs> Saudi Arabia chose all the people that 
Obama was to surround himself with. Wow. Because Goldman Sachs were put in charge of the finance, you know. I mean, Goldman Sachs are totally corrupt, you know. And, and we thought Obama was going to be brilliant. And then he puts corrupt bankers in charge of the finance, you know, the oh treasury. Oh, and my it's God. like, so it's a massive, alarm bells should have been ringing when that happened. But they're ringing now. <laughs> it's too late. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very heavy for me because I, I find it hard to. I've been listening to this over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, carry on. <laughs> what are you thinking so, at? <laughs> just renamed Obama. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay, right. yeah. We knew he was a bad one anyway, didn't we? Yeah, it wasn't clear to start with. I loved Obama when he first came to the power. He has the most amazing speeches. Charismatic. Are just he's fantastic. Very charismatic. very charismatic. And his use of words and the way he looked, I mean, it was just the golden boy, wasn't he? He was the golden boy and everybody loved him. But after eight years, what did he do? He started with three walls. And by the time he finished, there were eight walls. And the blacks had a terrible time underneath him, which uh, a lot of people don't realise. Um, you know, more blacks went to prison during his tenure than anybody else. You know, it's, it's terrible. And part of that's also Biden as well is responsible for that too. Yeah, because I, I remember when he came in, a lot of people were like, "Yes, finally!" And mm. and, and a lot of that was to do with the fact that he was black, and it's like yeah, he's yeah. going to be there for the black people, and he's going to be there for you know people in general. And that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was full of hope, and I love that. The hope, everybody wanted hope; they wanted, but they actually wanted hope to translate into action, mm. and that never happened. We yeah. had lots of hope, 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 and no action, and that was a bit puzzling. So why, 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 why did that happen? Yeah, so that's a good thing. Anyway, so Trump went to Saudi Arabia and then all this. So he basically, Trump stopped all the bribery money coming into Washington, bribing everybody, cut it all off. And they, and how he managed to do that was that he said to the king of Saudi Arabia, he said, uh, how about I tell you all the people are plotting against you? Oh, right. And the king said, oh, that sounds great. What can I do for you? He said, oh, you can stop all the bribery money going into, uh, <laughs> into Washington for me. There's a nice little deal. And what's Trump good at? Deals. He's the deal maker. He's written, written books on it. So he's gone around the world making these incredible deals, sorting out all the corruption. And the, uh, and the various countries have been trying to eat their way into America. So uh, Saudi Arabia was trying to eat their way into America. China was. Russia was. Ukraine. I mean, loads of countries were. Because basically, America was up for sale. And Biden, that's coming out now in the, in the news, um, all the deals that Biden did around the world and all the money came back through his son. Um, yeah, it's all coming out. It's all coming out. So, yeah. So where are we going now, Mr. Trump? What, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> okay, because I've started following him on Twitter. Great stuff. And some of his speeches, I love the one when he says you you dumb bastard yes covid 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 and i'm like yay <laughs> so he's a very straight talker he's very straight some people don't like that but i mean he's a real you know he's a real straight talker isn't he? yeah he doesn't miss his words and when he says you know we want to get rid of all this corrupt cabal he uses the word corrupt cabal you know he doesn't wow. miss his words or anything so he's um so yeah he feels he's got them all so he, he's basically what he's saying is that he has through the last four years, been watching all of the corrupt people and trying to remove him from being president. And of course, the only way they can do that is that is illegally because Trump hasn't done anything wrong. He's done nothing wrong. So they have to. So all the corrupt people have been trying to make things up to get rid of him. And he's been 
all his intelligence agencies, the NSA and everything, have been spying on all these people, gathering all the information to put them away. Because he has to put them away legally. Yeah. So you have to build up evidence. So all that has been what's been happening over the last four years. So the next four years, he doesn't have to pander to the Republicans or the Democrats. Because the first term, you've always, the first four years is always a tricky one. Because you have to get certain things done, but at the same time, you want to get re-elected. So it's always a sort of a compromise. You have to compromise yourself a bit because you want that re-election. So Trump has been compromising himself a bit for to the right because he needs the right vote. He needs the Christian vote to get himself re-elected. Once you've got re-elected, that second term then is all gloves, gloves, you know, gloves off, basically. I mean, that's the same for any president. So for Trump, gloves off basically means he can now do whatever he needs to do to remove the cabal. Um, and it's going to be very, very interesting to see how he does that. So he's going to get in. So he's going to be a landslide. And the reason we know that is because the polls are absolute lies. So if you want to get around the polls, how do we know he's going to get elected? Look at his rallies, his rallies, his rallies are massive. People, you know, thousands can't get in. He's having to, you know, he has twice as many people outside as inside. He's hiring the biggest stadiums. Whereas if you look at the Democrats, we've got Biden who's stuck in his basement, who's afraid to come out. Why is he afraid to come out? Because if he comes out, he can barely fill a school. And, uh, and then we had Kamala Harris, who was also trying to get crowds who wouldn't come to see her. So she actually went to a, vo- a voting polling station and started. Yeah. <laughs> but that's illegal. She could actually be arrested for that. But nobody would come and listen to them. Nobody wants to know. Yeah, but what, what woman or, 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 or child wants to really see Biden just to be, you know, mm. uh, treated in that way? Yeah, 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 yeah. Either, No, that's right. <laughs> so the rallies for Trump are huge. And the rallies for the others are completely non-existent. And then when you see the polls where it says Biden is 10 points ahead, that is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that is but just they, so ridiculous. they were doing that about Brexit. They were saying yeah. about Brexit that, that the Remainers were ahead. It's the same psychological thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's the reverse. So anything the Democrats say is usually the reverse. So when they say Biden's 10 points ahead, it probably means actually that Trump is 10 points ahead. Because, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they do seem to work on a very simplistic level. Mm-hmm. And there is this thing about projection, which means you blame... And this, this is, they always describe this like the cookie jar. If you've got two, two, son, two brothers, basically, one of them's honest and is a good guy, and one of them's kind of like a bit naughty, and, and, they, and the naughty one wants to steal some cookies from the cookie jar. Cookies are gone. Parents come home. Oh, so the cookie's gone. So then you get the, the two brothers out. You say, where are the cookies? You know, and of course, the first thing that's going to happen is that the naughty boy is going to accuse the good boy of stealing the cookies. It's exactly what the Democrats do. So pretty much everything they're accusing Trump of doing is what they did. Right. It's, uh, it's called projection and deflection. Mm-hmm. So you project onto the opposition what you did yourself, and then also it deflects um, the attention away from yourself. So, for instance, a good, really good example of that is how um, Trump was accused of collusion with Russia. Okay, so that's so if we look at that projection and deflection, so what is the actual well Trump was investigated. They spent millions investigating, couldn't find anything. If they were and they were they were look the people who were looking were corrupt Democrats. So if they can't find anything, there isn't anything there. <laughs> so what's the truth? The truth is actually that Biden was colluding with China and Ukraine. 
So, so if he was colluding with China and Ukraine, you know, and then he says, oh, look, Trump's colluding with Russia, then you're moving everybody to look at Russia, not Ukraine and China. Don't want everybody looking at China and Ukraine because that exposes the Bidens. So, uh, so that's what they did. They blamed Trump for Russia collusion straight away to right. try and deflect and project. So when is the election? I know it's November. 3rd of November. 3rd of November. Yeah. So when he gets in, yeah. what's going to happen then? Yeah, so when he gets in. So when he gets in, so there'll be an election on the 3rd of November. Um, there'll be, it'll be a landslide, but there's this issue with the, the votes. When you say landslide, what do you mean? Uh, we're looking at, I would, I don't, it's very hard to say, but I think... He's going to win without a doubt, is what you mean. He's going to win. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in normal layman's terms, <laughs> yeah. he's going to win massively. Okay, all right. You hear that phrase, it's like... Yeah. Landslide, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> another, another term that often uses a red wave, because the Republicans are red and the Democrats are blue. So yeah. we often talk about a red wave. So everybody's going to vote. Um, all the mail-in ballots are, are going to take a while to be counted. Mm. What we don't know is, will the, will the red wave, the landslide, be so big that the ballots will become insignificant? If it's not quite as big as that, then it will take a few days for the ballots to be counted, and then it, then the... A few days? It could be. In fact, they're talking now. California have allowed ballots to be... to be. Um, they're not actually going to start counting them or count them until like 20 days after the elections actually really yeah because it's corrupt the democrats are so desperate oh. they're so desperate to get votes that they're they're creating all sorts of schemes to try and stretch this out and try and you know what's their excuse for doing that then 20 days um to allow people though all those votes that are posted to get in because mm. the mailing system is so dreadful mm. yeah mm. that's their excuse um, but there are court cases going on all over the country at the moment mm. where the Democrats and Republicans are fighting over um, and the mail-in ballots and how long they should be allowed to be. Mm. Um, so every state is different. Mm. Every state is different. Some states are more Democrat and the Democrat ones obviously are stretching mm. the mail-in ballots for as long as they can. But hopefully we will know within 24 hours mm. the landslide will be so massive that the mail-in ballots will be, in, will be insignificant. insignificant. And actually, there'll be a mixture. And what we're hearing, actually, at the moment is that a lot of the Republicans are voting in, in the early voting, which is a surprise. Because normally, early voting is almost always Democrat. So it's already going towards the Republicans. So it's a landslide. And then Trump gets uh, officially elected, or at least there's of the electoral, uh, electoral rolls people. They vote on Trump on the 21st of December. And that's that's the moment when he's probably in. So if there's any, so we're doubt, still going to have to wait. We like might do. Six we might weeks. do. We don't know. We don't know yet. But it's possible that we might have to wait till the 21st of December before we actually know 100. percent Or it might be that it's very clear. But the Democrats argue. They might they might say Trump's cheated. They might say blah blah blah. It's all going to be projection. Lots of projection yeah, of cheating. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So what's going to happen is that there are going to be riots probably because if Trump gets elected, uh, Antifa. And Black Lives Matter probably will be used to create chaos. Right. Who's Antifa? So Antifa is um, it's anti it's a an organisation um, that is supposed to be anti-fascist. Mm. It's against fascism. However, when you actually dig down and look into Antifa, uh, the flag that they use is the same flag that the brown shirts used in Nazi Germany. So what you're looking at, again, is one of these mirror situations where the organisation is what it says it's fighting. 
Antifa is a fascist organisation because it's mm. it's suppressing free speech, it's intimidating people, mm. which is a fascist thing to do, yeah. and yet it says it's attacking president. So mm. it's complete, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So they're a fascist organisation designed to destabilise. That's what they're there, that's what they're okay. doing. So we, we've all heard about Black Lives Matter. Mm. How long have they been up and running for? Because obviously I never heard of them until this started. The Black Lives Matter thing? Yeah, yeah. is so that a long thing? So they've been going quite a while. The interesting thing is, now here's another thing people can do, which I do, which is quite good fun. So if uh, go on to Google, yeah. and then Google Google Trends. Google Trends. Google Trends. Go to Google Trends. It's a website. And what yeah. it um, shows is it shows you what people are searching for on Google. How many people are searching things. Um, so you go on Google Trends. And if you go into Google Trends, type in BLM, yeah. Black Lives Matter. And and then it will do. The, it'll show you by default one year. Right, okay. Of Google searches of how many times BLM has been searched over one year. Right. And you'll see that there's a massive sort of spike around when BLM came, when all the trouble started around, when was it July, August, all that kind of, there's a big spike. Everybody's searching it, trying to find out about it on Google. And you can see the, the number of searches go up. Now, what you then do is go to the uh, settings where you can uh, make the time frame longer and make it search back the last five years. And what you'll find is that there was a huge spike just before the 2016 election. For BLM. So BLM caused problems, riots and various things just before the US election. That's when they do their thing. And the rest of the time they're completely silent. You don't hear about yeah, them. No, I was going to say talk. I haven't heard. So was that all planned? <clears throat> so absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the Democrats feel that the blacks vote for them. That's what they're putting out. And they've been kind of educating people within schools and colleges that Democrats is the party for the blacks. Actually, it's not true, but they've been pushing it out there. So they've been relying on the black vote. So if you create black riots or you start causing a lot of rumpus around black issues and various things just before the election, then you're you're trying to stir up the feelings within the blacks to make sure the blacks vote for the Democrats. Did he die? Who? What's his name? Oh, well, no, 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 no. Oh, that... the policeman that put the oh, knee yes. on, on yes. the guy. Yeah. Did he die? Was oh, that planned? I don't know. I think, oh, it was, uh... I think it was planned. I yeah, think, I think it was planned. I think it was planned. It's possible plan, but there's so much mm. misinformation out everywhere. So this is one of those things where we have to hold it in a box where it's possible. We don't know, but it's it's very likely, very very likely. There are some very peculiar things around it that stay. Mm. Yeah, I'm. Although I'm a Q researcher and I'm a massive Trump supporter and and, um, and huge fan of Q and everything, I am actually very very cautious about what I believe and research mm. it and and so there are things that I even though I research them I just can't know 100. percent No. Um, so but Q, I'm completely 100 in Q because I researched it and the Q proofs are absolutely 100 as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But be, the, that guy who died, the um, George, it was yeah, George, George Floyd, was, yeah, George, George Floyd. Floyd, yeah. So him, yes. I mean, the guy was kneeling on his neck. Was it a dummy? There was uh, there was rumours about whether it was a dummy or not. But then he's gurgling, and then there was a the thing about him taking drugs that he was actually on uh, fentanyl or one of the drugs, and he died because of the drug overdose rather than the knee being on his stopping his throat and everything. There's a lot, isn't there? I mm. suspect he was on drugs and then the guy put his knee on his throat. Now, maybe the policeman was paid to be more uh, rough with him 
and then he died. And why all the video? Why all the cameras everywhere? I mean, normally there are cameras, but there were a lot. Yeah, there of, were a lot of there cameras. There were a lot yeah. of cameras videoing that one. It was like, yeah. whoa, there's a lot. Everybody was kind of like, this is always planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, who knows? It's a bit, a bit yeah. suspicious, let's say. I've seen Very a lot suspicious. of video clips that's showing yeah. like the guy that was actually kneeling on his neck looks completely different to the guy that then they show in the like, mm. what do they call it? You know, they go to the cells and they've got a photo. Yeah. You know? So is that what do you think about that? Hard to yeah. say, very, very hard to say. And then showing like different angles of George Floyd. Yeah. One he's got hair, and then one yeah. like he doesn't have any hair. And, and then there's but... rumours about his coffin being too oh. short, not yeah, long enough yeah. for his body. Yeah. And there's just so, there's lots and lots yeah. of. Oh, we just don't God. know. You don't know. And you look at the videos of the coffin, though, you can see, you know, you can go to the video, see the video of the coffin, you think, oh, it's a little bit short. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very, very weird. Where'd you go with it? Where'd you go yeah. with it? It's weird. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I do know that Black Lives Matter spikes, the searches mm. spike just before each US election. So they are used, it's used by the Democrats to create votes mm. for them from mm. the black community. Yeah. Only this time it isn't going to work because uh, Biden is being exposed and he's being exposed for the three strikes and you're out that he, he put in place in California, which put hundreds of thousands of blacks in jail. And it's um, so there, it's gradually the blacks are, wa- are waking up and there's lots of really, really good high profile blacks which are backing Trump. So uh, and one of the first ones was um, uh, the niece of, oh, goodness me, what's his name? Um, Martin Luther King. The niece of Martin Luther King is a huge Trump supporter, massive Trump supporter. Yeah. And, and then there's all the things, you know, like Trump was friends. He's been friends with Muhammad Ali for 35 years. You know, nobody called Trump a racist before he got elected. The racism accusation only started when he when he got elected. He had a black girlfriend for a while. He won the Ellis Award for helping minorities, you know, when he was creating his hotels and various things. Mm. Um, it's, there's so many things where he's actually working with blacks and everything. It's yeah. just complete. Yeah. The whole thing about him being racist is complete rubbish, mm. complete mm. and utter rubbish. And yet the press pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. and, of course, they used that to stop Trump attacking corrupt Democrats who are black. They hid behind the "you are racist" mm, yeah, smear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to take a break, Howard. <laughs> I'm laughing because my head's like, "Oh my god!" I'll be listening to this show about five times, and I'm going to be emailing you. Go, what did you mean? Um, no, that's brilliant. It's fascinating. Um, right, guys, we are going to take a three-minute break so you can grab a quick drink, go and have a wee or something. Don't go away. And we will be back with part two with Howard Coleman. Hello and welcome back to the Shelley Tasker Show here on Cornwall Revolution Radio. Alongside myself are co-hosts Charlie Rainbow and Nina Eilertson and our guest this evening, Howard Coleman. Welcome back, Howard. Thank you very much. If you would like to join in with chat or have any questions to ask, please click on the live chat room link on the top right hand side of your screen, just below the player of your choice. Today's date is Wednesday, the 20th of October, 2020. Right, Howard. So where were we? Where were we? Oh, my God. Right. Trump's, so, gonna, Trump's being elected, isn't he? Trump's being elected. And okay. it'll be a landslide. It'll be a landslide. Or a red wave, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, and it may be a little bit confusing, um, but it will certainly be clear by the 21st of December. And then it's all gloves off. He doesn't have to pander to the right, to the Republicans. 
Um, and he doesn't, the optics, there's a thing we often talk in Q about optics, that you, you do you have to do things in a certain way because you don't want to look, make it look bad. So, for instance, Trump doesn't want to say he knows about Q because that would turn off a lot of his support mm. from people that are not into Q at the moment, not right, woken up to Q. So the optics, how it looks, is quite important mm. for some things. I have been, I'm sure I saw an article there of him yeah. saying about Q, that yes. he actually acknowledged them or something. Well, he basically, his line on Q is that uh, he's he doesn't know anything about them, he's heard about them. Mm. Q, uh, Trump often right. says one thing and says the opposite. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a style of talking, really. Mm. So he says, uh, and he says, you know, and um, he says that they are against paedophiles. That was the main thing, and um, and he says, isn't that a good thing for the country? And oh, so yes. he bounces that back to the reporters yeah. because the reporters don't know what to say to that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they don't want people thinking or researching about the paedophiles, mm. VIP paedophile networks. Which is massive. Which is huge. So, and of course, we've had a little bit. So since Trump came to power, of course, we've had Epstein yeah. coming out. That yeah. was pretty major. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's still masses of information still to come out. So the... Um, the governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands has uh, put out an indictment for all of the flight logs from all the helicopters and the aeroplanes um, to come out. And that's all going to be made public. So we don't know when that's going to be brought out. That will be brought out at some point. That's going to um, have a lot of famous people on those lists. And then a lot of people are going to have to answer to why they were on his helicopter. Where were they going? Because it can't have been from the start, because even Trump was on there in 2003, wasn't it? So Trump, as far as we know, we're not even sure if he's been to the island or not. Uh, He's not on any of the flight logs, or maybe he's on one of them. Right. Um, But he had... He was, he was, he's been photographed, obviously, with uh, Epstein at his at parties, because, you know, party scene was quite a scene, isn't it? Everybody mm. hobnobs with everybody else. But there is a story where he um, found out that, I think somebody actually came up to him and said that Epstein was hitting on one of the nieces of, or one of somebody related to Trump, one of the girls, young girls. And Trump basically kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago and said, never come back. And so that was the end of any kind of connection between Trump and, um, and Epstein. That was in 2005. Well, right, okay. Um, and then after, when they started to investigate Epstein, they, the FBI investigators went to all the VIP people who knew Epstein, and nobody would say anything other than Trump. Trump was the only VIP person that they had who actually help them in any way um so that was a kind of an interesting thing as well mm-hmm. so yeah so trump generally is looking pretty clean on that whole front yeah i, th- I think he is and he's stopped a load of pedophile rings already hasn't he so, yes that's right yeah. and then there's all the people that have been arrested like epstein's been arrested on his watch you know lots of people have been arrested on his watch yeah um so it, and you know trump signed so many executive orders you know helping the uh, agencies deal with paedophiles. Who, who is protecting Epstein, though? I know we can't go too much into this, but, like, yeah. we chatted about this the other day on the coach, and you said you think that he's still alive. Yeah, so I who think... Who would be protecting him? Um, so I think he's in Guantanamo Bay, possibly. Um, if he's going to be anywhere, he'll be in Guantanamo Bay. Otherwise, he is dead. Um, but the, th- the, tr- the problem we have is that the photograph of him being heart resuscitated by the agents uh, when he was on the gurney being uh, wheeled out 
um, is not him. It looks like him, but it isn't him. And we know this because his ears are different. And ears are a bit like fingerprints. Right. So everybody's ears are different. Uh, it's very hard. So you can have a body double, for instance, and lots of people have had body doubles. Um, in fact, there's a very good film um, about uh, Saddam Hussein's son, Uday, who had a body double, and they made a film about him. Um, and, and yes, they do plastic surgery, but the plastic surgery never goes to the extent of being able to replicate the ears. So ears are really, really good. So if anybody says, oh, these are clone or ears, always check out the ears, if the ears yeah. match they or not. They can just stick past the same ears on. Can <laughs> in theory, in theory, that's it. But the ears were completely different right, for okay. Epstein on the gurney. So that wasn't Epstein. So the question is, what happened to Epstein? He didn't, he wasn't there, we don't know. Anyway, he's probably, I think, in Guantanamo Bay. Um, and it would be the uh, military who are looking after him, mm. basically, in a cell. Mm. Very likely. Because mm. Trump made a tweet, didn't he, saying um, Epstein um, did not convince that up, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Oh, did he? Well, the accusation is that he hung himself, mm. which, again, mm. the uh, doctors have oh, basically that said that's impossible. Um, but then it was like, oh, he was murdered. Well, who was likely to have ordered the hit job on him? Well, it would have been the Clintons. <laughs> so, uh, and I think that's I think that's what the FBI knew. They knew the Clintons were going to organise a hit job on him because the Clintons have loads of people have mis died mysteriously around the Clintons. It's about ninety at the moment, and it keeps on rising. So they they knew and they wanted to catch the Clintons. So I think they. They made it look like he was in his cell, so that the Clintons would be drawn into trying to get him assassinated, and then they'd record the whole thing and, and yeah, and work out what what route they were using to kill not people off, basically. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so is he dead? Is not? Again, it's one of those things we don't know, but we're not sure. But maybe he's in Guantanamo, but it certainly wasn't him on the gurney. So you know, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right, so where are we going next, Howard? Yeah, yeah, so Trump gets elected. I think, I think there's going to be, the Democrats are going to blame Trump or whatever for cheating, which it won't be. And then there'll be lots of investigation, there'll be stuff coming out, it will be obvious that it's not cheating. And then there will be riots, probably, from Antifa and Black Lives Matter and various other liberal groups, I think. Mm. At which point Trump will may uh, get the army in. To actually create order, possibly. Uh, he hasn't done it. He hasn't brought in the army up until now. Even when all the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots were going on, he didn't because he knew that if the army were brought in, people were going to die and then he'd be accused of their deaths. So he didn't. So he waited for the uh, governors to ask him to go in, and then he didn't send the army, he sent uh, marshals. So this time he might bring in the, the actual of the army to bring, if, if it happens. I mean, we don't even know how bad the riot rights are going to be. Mm. We also do know that a lot of the um, the people that organise Black Lives Matter and Antifa um, have been under investigation and probably spied on for a long time. Um, those people will probably be rounded up, the people at the very top. Mm. Um, so right. they might not be able to create as much havoc as they want to be able to because mm. that whole command structure is not there anymore because they've mm. been arrested and taken yeah. I was just thinking, um, what I was thinking earlier is... Um, like you were saying, that he needs to get this election and then he'll, like, deal yeah. with the cabal and everything. But he's had, like, four years, so why can't he in the last year just deal with it now? Why does it always have to be yeah. after this, after this, after so this? So it has to be after the election because you can't arrest your opponents 
just before an election because then it looks pretty bad. It looks like you're trying to suppress the opposition. Right. So you, you have you can't do that. You mm. have to leave it until after the election. Mm. After the election, he's won. Mm. They are not running uh, for president um, yeah. or for various offices or whatever because we're not only talking mm. about the president. Obviously, we've got the Senate. There's lots of people in the Senate being elected. Um, if if the Senate, if there's a 100% landslide for the Republicans... Uh, the Senate will be two-thirds Republican and one-third Democrat because not all mm. the seats are up for election at this particular year. So that's the best it can be for the Senate. And for the House, I think everything is up for election. So he could end up with, like, 95% of the House seats. And then the House gets flipped from being Democrat to Republican. And then laws can start to be created yeah. and stuff. Um, to sort out all the mess that the Democrats and then hopefully some of the um, Democrat governors are removed as well and then that mess. There's so much corruption there's so much corruption in America um, it is going to take years for it all to come out I mean there's, um, like we've got HS2 which is a bit of a nasty thing <coughs> going on at the moment. HS2 is, HS2 is the rail <coughs> going up from London up to Leeds, isn't it? And uh, high-speed rail, the high-speed mm. rail link going through Birmingham yeah. up there. So there's a lot of um, talk about money being wasted. Mm. Um, there's an equivalent, exact equivalent of this happening in California, where billions has been allocated to it, and the money has just kind of disappeared. Nobody quite knows mm. where it's all gone. So there's lots and lots of corruption at all very state level. Um, anyway, so Trump's removed a lot of the top people who are corrupt in this in the FBI. Uh, there's probably about 30 of them. Uh, Comey's a name. Strzok, you're going to hear about all these names, by the way. Spygate. So if you go onto Yahoo uh, and um, do a search for Spygate or Obamagate even, you will find lots of information about the spying that was done on Trump and the FBI people that are involved in it and all the rest of it. Um, and there are YouTube videos. Now... Also, to help people do research, because it's very hard finding information, so there's good little places. So I told you about Yahoo. Uh, another really good place to, if you want to search for a YouTube video, don't search for it within YouTube. Mm. If you search for it within Yahoo, you'll find the video on YouTube very easily. <laughs> <laughs> but if you search for it within Yahoo, mm. Yahoo is suppressing it, so they won't show you the video. YouTube, you mean? Uh, YouTube, yeah. sorry, YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you search Pizzagate, for instance, uh, on the Pizzagate Primer, which mm. is like the premier Pizzagate video, uh, if you do that in Yahoo, uh, you won't find it. It'll be way, way down search mm. results. You won't find it. But if you do it in, um, Yah in, in Yahoo, then you'll find it immediately. It'll be top. top, top, there, top how many gates we've got? We've got Obama Gate, Bill Gate, <laughs> Yes, Obama Gate, Spy Gate. Spy Gate. Spy Gate. Pizza Gate. Pizza Gate. There's lots of gates. And, and Pizza Gate will be shut down, I'm presuming. Well, Pizza Gate, don't forget, is the collective of all the VIP pedophiles. So at some point, they are going to be arrested, and it's going to be a massive operation. Mm. I don't know how they're going to do it, but mm. we're talking hundreds, mm. hundreds and hundreds mm. of VIPs. And also, then we're talking also Pedowood, Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood, at some point, has got to be taken down completely. Um, all the A-listers and the B-listers, I mean, it's just the number of people that are involved in it is absolutely beyond people's imagining, beyond people's imagining. Um, there is already actually a um, a new Hollywood that's been set up by clean people who hate the paedophiles and hate all the establishment Hollywood, and they're already setting up a parallel uh, movie industry in parallel. Um, 
and and then the yeah so i mean it's going this is why i think the whole thing is so fascinating because it's just such a massive undertaking how are they going to do it and yet they're going to do it we know they're going to do it so yeah do we 100 percent know absolutely Mm. absolutely the sealed indictments are sitting Mm. on demand they're not going away Mm. and then people are going to have to the thing the, the block at the moment is the media so the media don't want to want to want to talk about it the media won't talk about the 180,000 civil indictments. Mm. They don't want to mention it. Um, but the media are being exposed at the moment for the liars that they are. Um, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC. Um, there's talk about them possibly flipping and actually starting to work for the good guys. Possibly, mm. but I don't. CNN will definitely die. Yeah, but yeah. even though a lot of this is coming out to be like that, why yeah. is it then? Because you've got all these blue pill people that are just not waking up, even though yeah. it's right in front of them. Yeah. What is your kind of view on the blue pill people seeing it right in front of you and yeah. still kind of burying yeah. their heads in the sand? So yeah, so it's kind of what's happening at the very moment. Actually, at the moment we've got Biden corruption being pushed up. So Giuliani is releasing information. In fact, China released a sex tape video of Hunter Biden and saying that basically he's, Hunter Biden was being blackmailed as well as they were feeding in money too. Mm-hmm. So this information is coming out, but the news media, uh, MSNBC and, and CNN, are not saying anything about this at all. But people are finding out about it, finding that the news are not, and then doing their searches on Google and then going elsewhere. So people are finding and then they're seeing, oh my God, why aren't the news talking about this? So people are starting to find out mm-hmm. that the news media are trying to suppress everything. Yeah. That is only going to accelerate, yeah. and eventually they will die. They will die because a lot of the stuff I, I put out, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of the blue people don't accept. But the one thing that I found a lot of them were yeah. accepting was the pedo stuff because I think it's because they got kids and it's. Ah, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that stuff people were in, yeah. in my on my timeline. They were questioning. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and when various bits of information come out and it's just too huge to suppress, basically. I mean, when all yeah. the flight logs come out with all the helicopters and everything for for um, Epstein. When that comes mm. out, that's going to yeah. send shockwaves around Hollywood and the music industry. Mm. Um, and then they won't be able to suppress that. Mm. And also, that'll start implicating people in other countries too, because this thing is global. Q's yeah. said this. This is a global thing. And it starts with America, but then the shockwaves are going to shock and ripple around the world, basically. Um, so do you, do you think so. do you think the, the dam is cracked at the moment, and, the, and then there's going to be like the explosion of the water, and it's just going to... I think so, yeah. And I think that's what the next four years is about. But we have to get past the elections. So the elections are the first thing that has to be got rid of, uh, not got rid of, but has to be got through. And what we have, what Trump has to show is he has to show that he has the backing of the majority of uh, a massive majority of the people of the US. Once everybody can see that it's a landslide, then the media are then all the polls are then exposed. And everybody knows that the majority are behind Trump, and then Trump can do what he wants, basically. And then he knows, he can say, well, the people supported me, and they know what I'm here to do, drain the swamp, and I'm going to drain the swamp. And so he's going to pull out all the Scots. Mm. Um, yeah, so, um, mm. so, there's other, so there's already little tidbits coming out which mm. are starting to implicate people in the UK. Mm. One thing I should say, when Trump got inaugurated, three days later... I think it was around three days later, the head of GCHQ resigned. And a document was leaked onto the internet which showed that the UK government were spying through GCHQ. They were spying on the Trump campaign. Mm -hmm. So 
there are connections. So basically, the Democrats asked the UK government to spy on Trump. Um, is that legal? It's very, very yeah. dodgy. Uh, same thing with Australia, too. Um, so people are going to start. And then we've also, the Chinese are now saying that not only was Hunter Biden got dealings with China and receiving money for them, but David Cameron was doing a similar thing. And possibly other politicians. So I think once the flood of information starts coming out, it's going to affect everybody. I mean, there's nobody that's not going to be affected by it. Um, What I've noticed with the whole COVID thing is there's so much information out there showing that there's corruption going on that people still don't accept it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's going to take a while to unpack, Mm. but unpack it will. Mm. And that's going to be global. That's going to destroy the big pharma. Big Pharma are going to die. And they're going to die. In fact, a lot of these places are going to die through what's called class action lawsuits. So when, for instance, uh, somebody's mother died because somebody wasn't able to see them and and it's shown uh, that our human rights were abused and we lost our jobs, our income, what's going to happen is all those people, thousands, tens of thousands, are all going to club together into one class action lawsuit and there'll be a number of top lawyers who will take it on as a group and then prosecute the government, the scientific advisors, and all the information will come out through the court process. It's going to be devastating. It will bring down, you know, all the scientific advisors are going to be brought down around the world, not just in the UK and the US, but globally. And they're going to, and the links between them and Big Pharma are going to be shown up, how corrupt Big Pharma has been controlling the World Health Organization. And everything ties back to Bill Gates, uh, China, and Big Pharma. It's going to be a, it's going to be like firing guns everywhere with these mm. class action lawsuits, and it's going to bankrupt, mm. bankrupt the big, the big mm. corporations. How do you know it's going to be all these class action lawsuits? They've already started. So um, the people that took on Volkswagen, for instance, that was a massive class action lawsuit mm. because they were cheating with their um, emissions, weren't they, with their working out their miles per gallon and everything. Mm. That was the biggest corporation in Germany. And they, there was a class action lawsuit against them. Those lawyers that took on that are now taking on the COVID mm. thing. Mm. Should see if we've got already started. It's already started. Just yeah. In case. Yeah. So, so anyway. Oh yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so the class action lawsuits are going to be quite devastating, and they will also bring down the mainstream media because the mainstream media are complicit in hiding the information and putting out false mm. information. Um, We've got a question. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, questions are good. From Steve Kerno, and it is, why is Trump not stopping the COVID hoax in its tracks? They seem to be doing a lot of testing there. Does he support the narrative? Right, so, yeah, so Trump and is... So it's very interesting, isn't it? So the virus is created in China... Um, if Trump had said right from the beginning, there's China trying to destroy us through a virus. If, if Trump had said that right at the beginning, oh. who'd have believed him? Mm. It's like yeah. hardly anybody. Hardly anybody believed him. If he said that they were going to, the virus was going to be released all around the world, and that the whole world was going to go into lockdown, mm. who would have believed him? It's like mm. nobody. I mean, nobody would have believed mm. global lockdown was going to happen. 
So we have this thing, and I don't know who said it, whether Q said it or Trump said it or somebody else, but there's this little phrase which which I go back to a lot, which is that you can't tell people the truth. Mm. You have to show them. Yeah. The truth is so mind-bogglingly massive and mm. huge and kind of bizarre yeah. that people wouldn't believe it. <clears throat> so you have to allow it. You have to allow these amazingly bizarre things to happen and then people will say oh my god mm. so so we believe we believe trump is allowing the pandemic to happen to a degree he's been playing along with that um he's been having his scientific advisors up who are corrupt he knows they're corrupt fauci and burks yeah. um and he's been doing the best he can to protect everybody but he's been allowing the whole mm. thing to play itself out so people can see what they were trying to do mm. And he's allowed various states. So he's, he's done a very interesting thing. And this is another pattern of Trump's is that he's devolving power to the regions. He's trying to, to reduce power, the federal power government, shrinking the, the federal government and then giving responsibility to the individual states. So, for instance, he allowed the individual states to come out of uh, lockdown as they saw mm. fit, which meant that they were competing with each other, which is a brilliant move. It mm. means that the states that were holding on to lockdown because they actually wanted to destroy the US economy so Trump had less light chance of win based on the economy, um, people could see, oh, why are the Democrat states locking down and actually everybody else is unlocking? Yeah. Yeah. And then people are going to go, oh, goodness, or well, maybe the maybe the corrupt Democrat governors are corrupt. Maybe they're you know actually mm. trying to break the US economy deliberately to try and make Trump look bad. So it's a brilliant move of creating competition within the states to expose mm. corruption. So, yeah. It's, that, always, that hasn't always happened, then. States <clears throat> no. having their own powers. No, that's right. Oh. So, norm, so, and that's the move as well. So the move globally from the last 10, 20 years has been to concentrate power. So we've had that within the United Nations, the United Nations mm. taking more responsibility in powers. The World Health Organization controls the health of um, uh, departments, whatever, from countries all around the world. So if the World Health Organization says you need to lock down, all the departments around the world go, oh, WHO has told us lockdown, we're all locking down. Mm. So there's like there's no separation. There's a single point of power. Mm. And if that gets corrupted, then the whole lot is corrupted. And this is this is the 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 real beauty of competition. Competition is so important to stop corruption taking over completely. If you have a single entity, which is at the very top of humanity and the whole planet, mm. if that gets corrupted, we are buggered. Mm. And that's what's happened. Yeah. WHO got corrupted. UN is pretty pathetic and hopeless. Um, so, yeah. So, it's, uh, so you want competition. Mm. Um, power needs to be devolved down to the regions, and that's what Trump's doing. Mm. Um, yeah. Trump is a puppet. There is no political solution. Trump is a puppet. Right. Well, he I agree with you. He is a puppet. He's a puppet, though, for the US military who are wanting to remove all the corruption around the planet. So he's a good puppet. There are good puppets. Mm. There are bad puppets. Um, and he's a you could say, OK, how and a puppet is no, nothing is ever black and white. So everybody has a certain amount of freedom, certain amount of uh, and, and also then they also answer to somebody above them as well. Mm. I would say Trump is very uh, is tiny bit puppet but mostly mm. independent he's actually a very very brilliant guy uh, and this is another thing that's been completely put out in the press that he isn't he's very very brilliant he mm. wrote a book on negotiating 
which is a bestseller. He created The Apprentice. Uh, yes, he did inherit money, but he's actually made he, he multiplied it by ten mm. times with the investments and yeah. stuff that he did. Yeah. Um, he's a very very clever mm. guy. Is it true that his daughter, is it Ivanka or Ivana? Yeah, Ivanka name? drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it true that she's married? to a guy who works in the vaccine industry? There's a lot of uh, very peculiar connections. Um, yes, there's a tricky... There's a, there are there are various tricky little things we think, oh, and did Trump have loans? There's a loan thing, you know, does he got loans? He got money that he's borrowed mm. from a bank in Russia and he's got a bank in China, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's a businessman, and all businessmen, you know, they have um, their assets mm. are far bigger than their loans, and that's just the way that businesses work. So that's... Yeah, what that's about son-in-law, But Yeah, the son-in-law, we, yes, I don't mm. know. I don't know. But what I do know, what we do know is he's exposing paedophilia. All the paedophiles are being exposed. Mm. He's um, he's also what he's done. He did the T-tip, as I mentioned earlier, and the, and the yeah. partnership thing. The other the other thing that's often misunderstood mm. is the wall between Mexico and mm. the U.S. That wall um, has had many benefits. Actually, it's f- firstly it's um, stopped the child trafficking, the drug trafficking mm. coming over into the U.S. But when you do that, you actually you actually cut off the money supply to the Mexican drugs cartels. Now that's really mm. good. If you mm. cut off the money to the drugs cartels, you weaken them, yeah. and then it's, there's a possibility that Mexico could free itself from all that drug and child trafficking corruption, uh, which could be huge. And I think Mexico wanted the wall just as much as the mm. U.S. to try and break. The drug cartels hold yeah. on Mexico. I've heard from a few people that Mexico is actually the place to be at the moment. Cause, mm. Yeah, like a lot of people that are like want to be yeah. find somewhere that isn't affected by all this regulations yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a bit of a yeah, that's right, there. absolutely, yeah, yeah. that's right. And of course, on the border, then every the border then becomes safe on the Mexican side and on the US side because mm. the drugs cartels then aren't you know constantly there mm. trying to hoover up children and mm. kind of put them across the border. Mm. Um, so it's so a is win-win. Mexico not as evil as we are made. Is it, Sorry, out, the, is, is Mexico not as evil as it's made out to be? Then, if people are actually going there at the moment, so I think yeah, it's improving. Like it's improving. Communities isn't it? are like building yeah. there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's an improving situation. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, the, how is um, Trump? How is Trump exposing paedophilia at the moment? And um, so he put various people in place within the top of the Department of Justice and within the FBI uh, to focus on the child trafficking issues, and he put a lot of money behind it. And his and his executive orders, mm. which all presidents produce, there's been a number of executive orders specifically to make certain departments within the Department of Justice focus purely on paedophiles and kind of start mm. tracking them down and, uh, and exposing them. Is there any proof about that? Uh, the proof is on the number of people that have been arrested. Right. And there mm. have been more paedophiles arrested under Trump's uh, presidency than mm. anybody else. Mm. So are they like the big, like, But these are lower places. ends. Right, these yeah. are lower ends. So obviously, we've mm. got Epstein. Yeah. Would, now, the question is, would Epstein have ever been arrested mm. if Clinton had? Become president? Mm. Oh, I would absolutely, no. say absolutely not. There's yeah, no yeah. chance. So Trump was absolutely instrumental in Epstein being outed and exposed. Yeah, um, yeah. there was something I was going to say about the wall as well. Um, oh, and the other thing that often is misreported is the cages, the children in cages. Mm. 
So the, the cages were actually uh, put there under Obama's administration. Yeah. Obama had the cages put in, mm. um, and then uh, and so uh, Trump inherited that. Now, yeah. of course, when all the um, the migrants and everything were coming up trying to get in, of course, it put a mm. huge pressure on the immigration system down there. Mm. And so the they were trying to sort out, and they were trying to sort out whose children were they, and mm. and they were actually trying to do. What they never did before, you know, actually trying to find out who's doing trafficked. You know, trafficking was not really looked at when the Obama administration. So Trump says, let's look at the trafficking. Mm. So what do they do? So, okay, we've got to find out who are real parents and who are not. So they start doing DNA tests on the children and the, and the adults coming in. They find out they're not the parents. So then what do you do with the child? You've got a mm. child that's come in. There's no parent. So you have to put the child into a cage, which Obama created. Mm. And then you have to try and sort out who are the, who are the parents of this yeah. child. Meanwhile, the, um, the parents that came in, they're obviously child traffickers. What do you do with them? Mm. So it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. But the whole thing has been misreported and yeah. obviously spun by the media, which is simply a propaganda machine for mm. the Democrats. Could Trump not have just got rid of the cages, though? Uh, but then what do you do? Do you have rooms? But the mm. trouble is you have bullying, you see, and yeah. you don't want so you want to be able to see if there's bullying happening within the uh, with the, with the children and stuff and make mm. sure they're not self harming and Yeah. So there must be a better way of putting kids in the I know, cages, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? And yeah. then you then you're talking about resources. I think you'd have to spend a lot, a lot of yeah, money yeah. and then yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, it was just a system that was already in place, basically. It's a nightmare. Mm. And we're talking tens of you know, thousands mm. and thousands and it's massive scale. People yeah. don't realise the scale of the problem. Mm. So anyway, I think the Im legal immigration, because uh, Trump is absolutely fine with legal immigration. The, le the people that apply and they want to come in, there's no problem mm. with that. Yeah. The problem is with people trying to jump across the border illegally. That's what mm. Trump's got his beef with. Mm. And that has been reduced by 92%, mm. which is amazing. Yeah. And of course, that's also people that then won't be causing crime because a lot of these people that get in illegally actually end up being criminals and mm. and then they, they bust them out of the country once they get prosecuted and then they just come straight back in again. So Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> right. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. There we are. Okay. Well, just to say, we've got like twenty-five minutes left. Ah. Where, where do you want to go, Howard? Right. Uh, where should we go? So let's have a look and see what's going on. So yes, we've got. Uh, so Trump's gloves are coming off. We have the Spygate, which is going to be um, brought out into the more into the domain, uh, public domain. Um, so we are going to be looking at the arrest at some point of the Clintons for. Uh, all of the money, the Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation is absolutely rife with financial skullduggery. Um, they took loads and loads of donations and they hardly gave any of it to Haiti. So where did that money go? We're talking tens of millions and, and they have billions. And, and where did that money that went in, where did it come from? I mean, it's just massive. They, um, they, they actually... Um, took two planes and they took all the paperwork out of the Clinton Foundation, took them two aeroplanefuls of documentation <laughs> two years ago, and they've been investigating mm. all that time. At some point, all these investigations, mm. so the Clinton Foundation is going to be investigated. Durham is investigating all of the spying that was going on, illegal spying and everything that was done on Trump. Mm. Um, and that's huge. That's going to lots of FBI, CIA people. All these investigations are going to come and finish... And what are they going to do? Those sealed indictments are going to be opened and people are going to be arrested and face charges. Mm. 
And it's just going to be, once it starts, once this process starts of the seal and indictments being opened, it is going to be continuous for years. And people, I don't think people realise how, people are going to be sick of it after a while. We'll be looking at hundreds of people being arrested every every month, and it's going to go on for years. Years. And because it's such a large number of people, we're, um, to, to deal with the load, that we're looking at uh, a lot of people being prosecuted through the military courts, because the military courts are faster, mm. and a lot of the crimes are classed as treason. So if you try to overthrow the president illegally, that's treason. The sentence for treason is... Death. It's death. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes you really, really appreciate why the Democrats are so terrified because they have been trying to unseat Trump illegally for four years. All of those people that are involved in that are going to be tried in the military courts for treason and their sentence will be death. Yeah. And A.G. Barr, who's the, uh, the top um, attorney um, for the government, he has recently reinstated the federal death penalty. And this is only going in one direction. This mm. is only going in one direction. Yes. We are going to look at a lot of people, mm. a lot of people. And the CIA, has, and uh, Trump wants to do what JFK failed to do. Mm. He wants to break up and destroy the CIA. Mm. And that CIA is going to be done at some point. All of the functions within the CIA are going to be taken out, uh, looked at with a fine-tooth comb, and then they're going to be moved to the military or to the FBI or to other departments. And then eventually there'll be nothing left in the CIA at all, and the CIA will, will be written off. Why do, you think that, why do you think Trump is still alive? Because he's, he's had many attempts yeah. on his life. Yeah. What do you think is happening this time that JFK couldn't avoid last time? Yeah, so JFK, so he was, so JFK and Trump are trying to do the same thing, basically. They're trying to take out the CIA and all the corruption and everything. They're doing the same thing. Um, basically, um, John F. Kennedy didn't appreciate how the CIA had infiltrated his own security detail. And Trump obviously has, has the uh, benefit of hindsight on that. And when he was thinking of running for office, in fact, the US military said, we would like you to run for office. And the military said, we will protect you, not the CIA. And we will use the National Security Agency's database to make sure that no, no corrupt agents get near you. So Trump is protected by the military, not by secret service. So in a funny way, JFK did something good because in hindsight, you had all that facts of how yeah. to avoid all of that. And that probably helped Trump in the end. Right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. There's so many, so many little little stories we could go into. But one of the other little things that popped up was why is why is Trump always orange? <laughs> why is Trump orange? Well, how do you get orange? You get orange if you're under a UV lamp. That generally is how people get orange, isn't yeah. it? It's a tan. Mm. What does UV do? UV destroys viruses. Mm. Isn't it interesting? So Trump there is orange all the time. Maybe he's actually having cleaned off all the viruses off him <laughs> every day because there's threats of virus attack on Trump 
all the time. So he's been cleaned off through yeah. UV all the time. Yeah. That's why he's orange. Or he might just like licking his hands. Or he might just lick his hands. Which I kind of doubt. I kind of doubt that. But yeah. And, and the future is bright. The future is orange. And the future what? is orange. That's, that's right. Yes. That says that Trump's going to win. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to get that one in. Very you? good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we're going to look at lots of arrests, and um, and I'm thinking. And again, we can only go by feel because you know we don't know. Q is not going to tell us when the whole thing is going to start because that would give ammunition to the enemy they could then prepare for this because this is war basically between intelligence agencies and various things so we don't q's not going to tell us when it's going to start uh, but q will drop hints and then when it does start we'll be able to look back and see oh yeah. yeah q said it started then one thing i have seen a lot january i think it's going to yeah. start in january uh, okay uh, and one thing i have seen yeah. a lot on um from q followers is oh these people have all been executed already yeah. and these people are on guantanamo and what's yeah. all that hopium hopium i think a lot of them they all get so excited by the Q phenomenon, and uh, there's all this thing. Oh, we know they're corrupt, and uh, I think they just get so excited. And then somebody starts a rumor, oh, and right. people love the rumor. They yeah. go, oh yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they start spreading it around. It's Chinese whispers. Yeah, it's yeah. just a you pain in the ass. Yeah. I just get so yeah, frustrated yeah, yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just don't know. We don't know. Have all yeah. these vi, you know, these A-listers in Hollywood mm. already been arrested? Yeah. Well, I don't. I doubt it, yeah. but I don't. I don't. So that know. never came from Q. That was just no. their followers. Q has yeah. never said that. So you really right. have to separate what Q has said from what yeah. the Q researchers have said. Yeah. And then the Q researchers, good ones, and there's bad ones, mm. and then yeah, you have to watch yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. Research, the researchers. So I, agree. I don't know where to go from there, really. So mm. we're, we're into like. Obviously, awesome times, scary yeah. times as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. You reckon from January this is all? Awesome. I think from January we're going to start seeing arrests. Mm. I think Durham, and uh, people want to look for stuff in the news, and a very, very good place to look is the Gateway Pundit. He's putting out a lot of really good stuff at the moment, Gateway Pundit. And the other place that's putting out a lot of good stuff at the moment is the New York Post. Those seem to be two news outlets, and Breitbart. Three news outlets that are not being censored. They are putting the stuff out there. Um, so yes, so those three, mm. those three are really, so really good. Need to say those again, really? So the Gateway Pundit, mm. uh, Breitbart, and the New York Post. Mm. The New York Post was censored by mm. Twitter recently for putting out a piece on Biden. Uh, when somebody gets censored, that's a good sign that there's some truth in there and mm. that people should start yeah, reading yeah. about it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so there's lots of censorship yeah. going on at the moment, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Are you stockpiling food or anything at the moment? No. No, no, you're not worried about that. I'm not worried, actually. I think everything's going to be fine because yeah. we're at the point now where the arrests are going to begin. And when the arrests start, mm. their whole empire is going to start collapsing. And then we are going to be freed. Mm. We're going to be freed. It's going to be four years. So Trump's going to be in for another four years yet. And in mm. fact, technically, he could be in for eight years because when you're impeached yeah. and the impeachment fails, your four years don't count. Mm. You could run for another four years. So Trump yeah. could be in for eight years if he wanted to. I don't think he isn't yeah. going to be, but if he wanted to, he could. Mm. So how is that going to affect us over here then? So over here, what's going to happen is the Epstein thing is basically bubbling in the background. When things go quiet, it used to be that things were being suppressed, but that isn't happening anymore. When things go quiet now, it means that there is a lot of detective work going on under the surface and it's going quiet, and then it will all come out. Mm. So Epstein is going to be huge. That will bring down so many people in the government. Massive. Over here yes, as well. Yes, 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 yes. The, there's a massive VIP paedophile ring in Westminster. Mm. And, um, I mean, we could talk about names. I don't really want to go about names. But, I mean, there's a lot of people in Westminster. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, name away, mother. And they are all going to be connected in with Hollywood and various. In fact, course, we've got uh, Harry, haven't we, over there in Hollywood? Yeah. He stayed at a paedophile's mansion in Canada when he first left the. Uh, really. Yeah, and then he went to Hollywood, which is rife with paedophilia. Oh, Harry. Harry. Prince Harry. Yeah, Prince Harry. Well, he's now gone to Hollywood. They're all yeah. paedophiles. And he's backing Biden, who's also a paedophile. Mm. So he's Harry is looking really, really not not good at mm. all. Harry, I think, is mixed up with the paedophile a lot. Oh, and then we've also got, uh, if we're going to talk names, mm. then we've got uh, Prince Charles. Mm. Uh, again, read Diana's book, the one she wrote before she died. She said mm. Prince Charles recommended that Jimmy Savile be their... Marriage guidance counsellor. Oh my god! <laughs> so Prince Charles is absolutely in it, up to his teeth. He's and then and then you've got all the people that are connected. You know, you've got uh, Rolf Harris, you've got K mm. uh, Chat, the actor uh, Kevin Spacey, mm. uh, all connected. So there's and that's just in the royal family. And then you go down. You've also got the leader of the Labour Party, Keir Starmer. Mm. He was the head of the CPS, the Criminal Prosecution Service, mm. oh, yeah. burying okay. the um, uh, yeah. Jimmy Savile yeah. stuff. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When, I've heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. when, when people were coming through, with the police actually filed a report with, with uh, witness statements, <laughs> and Keir Starmer <laughs> was the head of the CPS, and, and nothing yeah. happened to him. Yeah. Keir Starmer is highly implicated in all this, <laughs> as is, and there's also question marks about uh, Jeremy Corbyn, who won't talk about the Islington home with um, abusing boys he won't talk about it silent what's that about mm. there are lots and then Margaret, and it's on both sides of the party i mean conservatives are just as bad so mm. there is a massive pedophile ring within westminster on both sides mm. of uh, parliament yeah. and they all need to be brought down and they will be mm. and it's going to be epstein that's going to be the um the trigger once trump pulls the trigger all timing is down to trump trump decides when it's time to pull the trigger on these things and he's got a lot of these things hold back because everything has to happen in the right order. Timing, timing and the order is very important. Like a chess game. You don't just take pieces, you take the piece, but at the right moment and then it's the right time and then you're everything can. So it's, it's a massive chess game that's yeah. happening at the moment. Now, so, slightly different questions, yes. slightly different. To do <clears throat> down the royal family route, um, there's been a lot of talk about the Queen with, with, with the gate and the thing off the gate and not wearing her crown thing yeah. and stuff like that, and that she may be not at the palace and stuff like that. Yeah. What's your view on what you believe uh, is happening with the Queen? Uh, the Queen is a very interesting. It's a real, really difficult one, isn't it? Trump visited the Queen three times, which is unheard of for uh, for um, president mm. and on the last occasion him and the queen seem to be getting on quite well mm. so my feeling and this is just a feeling i've no I nothing to put this on the floor is that she has flipped is that she has flipped and she is basically going to end the royal family i think the royal family are going to come to an end oh. and she's uh washing her hands of it i think um, her what kids are all. What's that? What makes you think that? Because of the way Trump and the Queen got on so well. Oh. We know Trump is actually removing all the paedophiles. We know he's doing that. He's done executive orders, and more people have been outed. You know, mm. Epstein and everything. There's no question. Trump mm. is fighting to remove all the paedophiles, which are infesting the Democrat Party. Mm. Um, he's removing them all. But and has he removed any that are actually in these political positions? In political positions. Or is it- or just the low ones that you were talking about earlier. At the moment, it's just Epstein and Maxwell, right. and also Keith Renier from the Nexium cult. Right. Those two are the big mm. ones that have gone down so far. And there are loads which are 
periphery which were feeding. So Epstein was paid, was given money by Wexner. Wexner funded Epstein. Epstein never made any money. Mm. He was given his money by Epstein. There's lots of these billionaires who are sitting in the backgrounds who are also paedophiles. When the Epstein thing finally breaks, when it all comes out, all the, the investigations that have been going on for the FBI, the biggest criminal investigation in US history, when that stuff and the, and the sealed indictments start getting unsealed, it's going to be carnage for the paedophiles mm. and it's going to come down like dominoes all around mm. the world. Is there going to be a big financial crash? Yes. Oh, well, sort of, sort of. So um, gold is being moved about, and, and, the, and what we think is going to happen is that all the currencies around the world are going to be put on uh, gold-backed currencies. All the currencies are going to be gold-backed, which means that all the central banks are going to be nationalised because they're all private at the moment, and they're all controlled by the Rothschild banking family and various other interested parties. All those national bank, uh, central banks will be nationalised. All the currencies we put back on gold. Gold is going to have to go up massively to back all the currencies. And then all the national debts will be wiped completely. They will be wiped. Everything's going to be wiped. All but, the national debts. But are we going to pay for that? Uh, if, if we go down the darker side of the New World Order that they want. Nobody's going to go down the darker side of the New World Order. New World Order is over. Globalism is over. It's finished. Yeah. completely finished. And nobody's going to go down that road. Yeah, all the countries are, are going to be cleaned out. I'm really worried about the like, NSA, yeah. the National Security Agency, have the oh. dirt on every leader on the mm. planet. They only have to go to the leader and say, we're going to expose you next, and the leader is going to have to either resign or anything. Because the NSA have everything on everybody. So if all the debt's wiped, yep. are we going to live in harmony? So Trump has already ended all the wars. All the wars are already ending. <laughs> Peace with North Korea. Russia's friends with uh, with Trump, and Trump's created a nice, good relationship there. China's still a little bit iffy at the moment, so there's a lot of stuff to come out there. But ISIS has been defeated. Uh, Russia are looking after Syria, are going to rebuild Syria. Um, and then there's peace deals between uh, the United Arab Emirates and uh, Sudan, and all these countries that have been fighting for years are all starting to make peace deals because of Trump. Brilliant. Trump is the first president ever that hasn't started a war, but has actually ended almost all of them. Hmm. Okay, we, we've got um, about eight minutes left, Howard. <laughs> what, can you, what can you squeeze in in eight minutes? What I should think we, we talk haven't about? touched oh, on about everything that you wanted to yeah. say. So we said the banking system is going to be completely reformed, right. completely reformed. But before you can um, put all the currencies back on gold, your, uh, the reason for putting the currencies back on gold is partly also to stop banks printing money. When banks print money, all our money gets devalued. Yeah. So if you if you do gold backed, it means all the money that we have retains its value, but it means that the governments can't print money anymore. And governments print money basically to deal with trade deficits. When you've got, a, like, for instance, the relationship between China and America was that China made everything and America bought it all. But that creates a huge imbalance. And America has to print money to buy all of China's stuff. That can no longer happen if you're on gold. So what has to happen is that all the trade between all the different countries has to be balanced. And that's what Trump's been doing. He's been running around the world, renegotiating trade deals to balance the exports and the imports. All the countries are doing this at the moment, but it's not actually being talked about. 
all the countries are balancing their exports and imports or trying to or thinking about it. Um, when, all, when, all, when they're all balanced, then you can go on gold and then the governments don't need to print money. Well, they can't because they're on gold. Mm. That's what's going to happen. So it's going to be very interesting to see how he does it. Now, Trump is the expert on bankruptcy. He's, he's uh, done it lots of times before with his own business and with other businesses. He knows bankruptcy very well. So isn't it amazing that he's in charge and then he's going to help the whole world go bankrupt and everybody's going to be fine. <laughs> Buy some gold. <laughs> Buy some gold, yeah. Well, interestingly enough, my dad's, yeah. my dad's bought a load of gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things. So we've got the, we've got the financial system is going to be completely reformed in the next four years. There's a lot of things that are going to happen in the next four years, and that will cut off the head of the Rothschild Banking uh, family, which have been in charge since the 1800s. Research the five brothers of the Rothschilds who became the heads of the uh, central banks in Europe in the 1800s. That's how the Rothschilds started their empire, and they made money from wars, and they've been creating wars and making money from wars ever since. Napoleonic wars, funded by the Rothschilds, made a fortune, and they've been doing the same ever since. The wars are created by the banks. If the Rothschilds are out of the picture, there's no need for wars. Nobody wants wars. It's not good for business. Leaders don't want it. People don't want it. Ain't going to happen. So all that's coming to an end. All the wars are coming to an end. Um, the paedophiles and the blackmail. The blackmail and paedophilia go together. So if you want to control a politician, you basically uh, get them into a party. If they're willing to have sex with a child, great, and video them, and, then, and you've got them blackmailed. If they're not willing to have sex with a child, then you basically drug them and then you get the child out and ask the child to have sex with them while they're drugged and then you video them and you've got them blackmailed. One way or another, you can blackmail a guy and make it look like paedophilia. Thousands. And that's what Epstein did. He was a machine, a, a, a massive machine crea creating blackmail and this, and this whole thing on his island and various other islands. And apparently he's only one of 50 people doing this around the world. All the paedophilia needs to be sorted out and the blackmail needs to be sorted out. Once you remove the blackmail, um, the leaders will then be free to do what they want to do, not what they've been forced to do by their blackmailers. So, and, uh, and the FBI and CIA are getting lots of people confessing and coming in and we're being told and building this mesh of database of who's being blackmailed and who's doing the blackmailing, what they've done, blah, blah, blah. So they're building up this huge information resource and then the whole thing is going to be unwound. Is this going to be unwound as well then with COVID? Yeah, so COVID at the moment, the reason COVID came in at the, at the time it did was for several reasons. First of all, they wanted to get rid of Trump because they know Trump's going to remove all the paedophiles and the blackmail and change the banking system and they had to bring him down. So the COVID was there to create, to create the excuse for lockdown to crush the US economy and therefore, and, and basically to get him uh, unelected to make sure that Biden gets elected. So that isn't working. Economy's doing well, and then he's going to have a landslide. So COVID was partly brought in to get rid of Trump, but it was also brought in to continue the push for the new world order and to and to make people compliant to being having masks and doing what they're told. When, when do you see that, that ending so that, over here? Yeah, so I think all of that is going to be unwound um, in 2021, I think. I think the... Um, there's so much evidence now. I think there's already prosecutions now against the US, the UK government for the lockdown. I think it's going to be fairly quick, I think. I think I think I wouldn't be surprised if COVID actually fizzles out halfway through the winter. Hmm. Right. 
Do, do you believe COVID does exist then? I think it's a variant of the flu. Yeah, I and do as well. And I think it's a variant of the flu and it's probably, it's not, uh, obviously it's not very bad. I mean, I have had it. I had it in the begin very beginning of January. I had a very sore throat, sore throat. Oh my God, I thought my throat was being ripped to shreds. It was very, very painful and I was ill for a week and I was quite tired and everything and then I was fine. Uh, lots of other people, yes, the illness, it's quite a, it's not a nice flu. It's horrible flu. And a lot of people really suffer from it, but it doesn't kill you. Mm. Um, the, pe the big spike of deaths over April, May, I believe that those deaths were caused by lockdown and the delays of operations and various other things. Mm. I don't think. And then the, the test is just a ridiculous. The test is mm. so many false positives. And then they give it a name. So let's just give every flu a name every year. Why don't we? You know, so it's ridiculous. It's all a bit of fabrication. Mm. Yeah. How long do you reckon it was in the making for this? Oh, well, good question. Yeah, probably a good few years, yeah, five yeah. years, six mm. years. Yeah. Mm. Some people think it's from the 70s, don't they? Oh, right. Okay. No, no 70 years, sorry. 70 oh, years. Well, Fauci, we think Fauci was involved in creating it, don't we? Because mm. there is rumours that he funneled money. Um, uh, he, his we're, we're research was brought down, wasn't it? And mm. then he went to, he got research, moved to China, mm. to Wuhan. So do you reckon it? Do you reckon it's actually released from a lab or just a general flu that's going around anyway? I think it was released from the lab. Yeah, yeah oh. I think so. It, there's there's yeah. evidence um, that Fauci uh, paid the Wuhan lab yeah. to get coronavirus from an animal to... Yeah, I've seen all that, yeah. but I'm just thinking... If these people <coughs> wanted something to be released, they were yeah. just as much as risk. Absolutely, risk. So which is why it could never. That, really. That's right. Which is why it could never be that deadly. Um, they wouldn't re release something that's like Ebola yeah, yeah. in a yeah. in a mm. respiratory, um, yeah, contracted because yeah. it would kill all their bad guys, and they don't want their bad guys to uh, <laughs> to die. So, yeah. so it had to be fairly bad, but not bad enough that they, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to have to round up there, Howard. Yeah. Um, we will have to do this again because yeah. there's still so much there's more to talk about. There's still so much. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, it's great. Are you, really are you coming it. to London next time? Because I like sitting next to you on the bus oh, and having our chat. I'll have to see how many. Yeah, I'll see how I am. I, I come back and I'm like, oh, I know. Look at this stuff Howard and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, there isn't much news, actually, of what's going on at the moment. There is... Uh, a protest in Truro in two weeks' time. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? I think it's the 14th of November. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's on yeah, Saturday. It is, it is yeah. in two weeks' time. Um, what, so what, what location this time? Out, outside the cathedral, right. again. Mm -hmm. um, we are aiming to do another coach trip the end of November mm -hmm. again. 28th. 28th, yeah. yeah. So anybody that wants to get involved, mm -hmm. please message me. And that's about it, really. We're just going to round up with our usual song. Um, where which are we one? going? Which one? Exactly, which verse? I think we are the 99%. Yeah. Bit of that. yeah. Okay. You can shove your circuit breaker up your ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can shove your circuit breaker up your ass. Yeehaw. You can shove your circuit breaker up your ass. You can shove your circuit breaker. Shove your circuit breaker. Shove your circuit breaker up your ass. Singing, we are the 99%. Yeehaw! Singing, we are the 99%. Singing, we are the 90. We are the 90. We are the 99%. Woo! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you same time next week. On the Shelly Tasker Show!